Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't feel represented in mainstream wedding media, if you haven't been dreaming about your wedding day since you were six years old, and if you don't want to have an Instagram wedding, then you are in the right place. Welcome back to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. It's all about special moments for the two of you on your wedding day, aka how to actually see your spouse on your wedding day. Uh, You may have heard this from past couples who have gotten married, but they say they actually spent the entire day not with their spouse, besides the time, you know, when they were kissing at the front of the altar or taking some photos together. But the rest of the day, you know, they got ready separately. During um, the reception, they were always being pulled off in different directions to talk to different people. At the end of the day, they were just too exhausted by everything to, you know, spend any special time together. And it really just felt like the whole day they were sort of in two separate Uh, whirlwind sort of, you know, getting close to each other, but never really having that quality time. And that makes me kind of sad because, you know, it's your wedding day for the two of you. That should be a day where you really do spend a lot of time together, right? You should be having these moments and celebrating them together. And I know that's super hard because it's only one day. The wedding part of it is probably only, you know, six, eight, 10 hours. And you have so many of your loved ones there who want to see you and spend time with you. So it can be really difficult, which is why I have gone through the wedding day and pulled out 10 moments, 10 times, 10 ways that you and your spouse can actually spend some time together and create those little special memories and moments that are just for the two of you. So going in sort of chronological order of a wedding day, the first uh, special moment for the two of you could be to wake up together. I know this is super non-traditional. A lot of people like to spend the night apart from their spouse and the first time they see them is, you know, coming down the aisle. But I think it's really nice. I love the idea of starting your wedding day, like waking up 
next to the person that you want to wake up next to for the rest of your life. I think that's so sweet. Uh, definitely something my partner and I are going to do. I am, I can already picture it. Like I'm so excited to roll over to him in the morning and be like, Hey, happy wedding day. Like today you get to be my husband. I get to be your wife. Like that is so freaking cool. And I love that we are starting this off together. And especially if you are already, you know, living together, you have kids, whatever it is, you already are a non-traditional couple. I don't think it's a huge taboo to spend the night together and to wake up together. You could also have breakfast together or some other relaxing morning routine. Maybe you go for massages or go get a coffee, take a walk, something like that. Just a nice moment before all the hustle and the bustle of the day really gets going where you sort of are grounding yourself and spending that time together. You could even get ready together. I know that's even more uh, non-traditional and unconventional and out there, but you could. You could have your getting ready time, you know, hair, makeup, skincare, outfits, whatever it is. You could do that together if you wanted to. There's no rule saying you can't. The second special moment would be to exchange cards or gifts. I know there's a lot of talk about, oh, what are you getting your spouse for the wedding day. And I know a lot of people like to say, uh, nothing, I'm the gift, <laughs> which is totally fair. And I don't think this needs to be a thing where you go out and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on, you know, jewelry or perfume or something like that. I think it really can be something just really small, something really personal. It can just be a card if you want to write each other cards, you know, wishing each other well. And this can be something you can do either, you know, in person, you can exchange the cards if you are spending that time together. If you'd rather spend, you know, the morning apart, you can have the cards delivered. And it still is, even if you're not in the same room, it still is a really special moment between the two of you. You know, the other person is reading your card, you're reading their card, you sort of feel that love connection, which I think is super, super sweet. The third special moment would be a first look. I know it is non-traditional, but so many couples are doing it. I think it's probably about a 50-50 split. It might even be more people doing a first look at this point. And I think the big reason why people do it is because it is that special moment, you get to see the reaction. It's usually in hetero couples, it's the groom turning around to see the bride for the first time. And, you know, he has a great reaction. He's crying or he's, you know, smiling so big, just can't believe how gorgeous she looks. Um, of course, this also works if you are not a bride and a groom. Um, and it can be just a really, really special moment because if you save that for the aisle, you know, maybe you're too worried about all the other people looking at you. Uh, you're worried about tripping. Um, maybe you can't even see your spouse if your aisle is really long you're not able to actually see them until they're much closer to you so it's kind of nice to have that moment and actually be able to you know hug each other kiss hold hands say a few words and not have to immediately go into your ceremony it's also, of course, very convenient in terms of your timeline because you can get all of your photos done before the ceremony, meaning you can be with your guests right after the ceremony. You don't have to run off and take photos for a couple hours. If you are going to do a first look, I think a great way to make it more special and more intimate is to make it just the two of you and, you know, your photographer or your videographer if you want that moment captured. But don't let it become a thing. I've heard in a lot of weddings, you know, they'll do the first look and the entire wedding party and all the parents and all the siblings are like hanging out watching them because it's it's such a cool moment, right? Like you want to see the reaction, um, which I think is actually worse because if you have an audience, you're going to feel a lot of pressure. Like, oh my gosh, I have to have a good reaction. People are going to think, you know, I'm a heartless monster if I don't cry when I turn around and see him. Um, but 
you'll probably have a more genuine reaction if all of those people aren't there and it actually becomes a special moment for the two of you. So I think talk to your, you know, photographer, videographer, whoever you're going to have and say, we want it to be just the three of us, like me, my spouse, and you taking photos. Let's go off, you know, somewhere private, tell the wedding party, the parents, the siblings, sorry, you're not invited. This is just, this is just for us. The fourth special moment would be personal vows. So I've done an entire episode all about vows, whether you want to write your own from scratch or sort of, you know, mix and match some vows you find online or just recite the traditional ones. I do feel that the personal vows, the ones you write yourself are obviously more personal, (laughs) more sentimental and are really a good way to connect. And I know this is a moment that you are sharing with all of your guests. You're saying your vows out loud at the ceremony. Um, But I still do think it is that really special moment, I think it will feel like just the two of you are in a room together. You know, you're really pouring your heart out, sharing your love, saying, you know, the promises that you want to keep for your marriage to your spouse. I think that's such a special moment and will really feel like something that just the two of you are involved in. And of course, if you are nervous and you don't want to say them in front of everyone, you actually can do your vows separately. That can be something you do before or after the ceremony, just the two of you. But that is definitely a special moment that the two of you can have on your wedding day. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you're ready to pop the question, the last last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Moment number five would be taking some time after the ceremony for just the two of you. So I believe this is a Jewish wedding tradition. Apologies if I have that wrong, but it's basically right after the ceremony. So after, you know, you kiss, you've been announced as the newlyweds, you exit, you walk back down the aisle. And instead of, you know, doing a receiving line or standing outside to greet everyone or taking photos, you actually go off to a little private room and you just have a moment for the two of you. It doesn't have to be long, you know, five, 10, maybe 20 minutes. And you're in this little private private room. It's just the two of you, maybe someone set up like a bottle of champagne and some glasses, a little thing of, I don't know, chocolate or whatever your favorite food is if you're hungry. And just the two of you get to sort of celebrate and, you know, be in that room and say, oh my God, can you, like, we just got married. We are spouses. We are newlyweds. Isn't that wild? Like, ah, look at, look at this ring on my finger. Like it's, you know, it's so exciting. And it's that moment that just the two of you can sort of soak in and savor. It's also a really good time to eat. I know (laughs) traditionally uh, couples, you know, the newlyweds don't actually get to eat very much on their wedding day because they're too busy running around talking to everyone. So this is a really good time. If you do have that room set up, you can have a plate of food delivered and just really take that time 
by yourselves for, again, it doesn't have to be long, five minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is to just sort of soak in the fact that you are married and celebrate that and spending those first few minutes of your marriage together, I think is so cool and so symbolic. Like instead of spending the first few minutes of your marriage hugging your Aunt Teresa from out of town who you didn't even really want to be at your wedding, but she's here and now she won't stop hugging you and leaving lipstick marks on your face. You get to just hang out with your brand new spouse and just really soak in the moment. The sixth special moment is your first dance. So this is, you know, a pretty obvious one. That's the time that you get to be together. Um, but I do think it's worth mentioning because it is such a sweet moment if you are planning to do a first dance. Again, you know, everyone is watching, they're taking photos, they're ooing and eyeing, but in that dance, it's just the two of you. You know, you're looking into each other's eyes. You can be whispering sweet nothings or telling jokes or singing along to the lyrics, whatever you want to do. And I think you will feel like you really are in your own little bubble. The seventh special moment that you could carve out would be a sweetheart table. So a sweetheart table is where the couple will sit at their own separate table for two instead of doing a head table where they would sit with their wedding party or just a larger table where they would sit with family or things like that. Not everyone loves the sweetheart table idea. I know some couples feel like they're like on display at a museum, like everyone is staring at you. Uh, some couples also just feel lonely if they want to be at a table with all their friends and family, but it is an option and it's definitely a very sweet and romantic one. And yes, people will stare at you. And yes, you probably will feel <laughs> a little left out and lonely. And it can be especially awkward if one of you gets up to, you know, go talk to someone to grab a drink to go to the bathroom, then you're just sitting by yourself. <laughs> and Everyone's staring at you It can be weird. Um, but it is an option. And it's a great way to essentially have dinner together on your wedding day and be able to sort of sneak in a few, you know, quick kisses or little conversations. I think it's a really, it's a really good idea. And it's something to think about. Number eight is sunset photos. So this is where your photographer would come and grab you and your spouse and take you out for about 20 minutes to take some extra photos around sunset time. So you've already done all of your, you know, portraits and wedding party photos and family photos. You've already done all of that earlier in the day, but just to grab that beautiful lighting, your photographer is going to come and take you out for one more portrait session around sunset. These are usually pretty quick. You know, you can tell your photographer, Hey, we only want to spend 15, 20, 30 minutes on this. Or if you're super into photos and you don't mind being away from your reception, you can say, yeah, let's do it. Let's take a whole hour. Let's drive away to this cool spot. But most couples just do, you know, 15, 20 minutes. It's just the two of you. Usually you don't have to bring out the whole wedding party or the families for any of these photos. It's just about the two of you. And it's such nice time to, you know, not only get gorgeous photos with uh, the sunset lighting, but also just to reconnect as the two of you, especially if you have spent the entire reception, you know, running around, talking to different people, checking in on the caterer, talking to the DJ, getting a drink, filling your plate. And this is your time to just sort of like, ah, you know, exhale, relax, be with each other. Your photographer is going to put you in, I'm sure, really sweet romantic poses. You get to hug and kiss and stare at each other longingly and just sort of recenter yourselves. And it's, I think it's such a good idea to take that time, not only for the beautiful photos, but just to spend some time, the two of you. Number nine would be surprises for each other. So this can happen anytime throughout the day, but I think most of these tend to happen at the reception. So basically this would be something that you would plan for your spouse during the wedding day. And obviously it's a surprise. They don't know about it. And it just sort of lets them know that, hey, I was really thinking of you and I wanted to experience this special moment together. I wanted you to have this really cool thing and you, you would love, and we could just, you know, really revel in it as, as a duo. So uh, some things I've heard of is, you know, you can have your school mascot show up if you're in, um, 
you know, if you're an alumni of a really big, I don't know, football school or something like that, having the uh, fighting tiger, <laughs> as you can tell, not my forte, <laughs> having the fighting tiger show up and, you know, be part of the dance floor can be really, really fun. I know some people are super into that. You could organize some sort of like a flash mob. Um, I'm thinking of like Love Actually when they did that instrumental flash mob during uh, Kira Knightley and, oh man, who is she marrying? <laughs> uh oh, whoops. Oh no, sorry. We'll never know. <laughs> During Kira Knightley's wedding, where she wore the ugliest dress ever, uh, they had that instrumental flash mob show up. That part was quite sweet, besides the fact that the best man was in love with her, but we'll leave that out. You could do um, a special choreographed dance. I know a lot of people do that. You know, they'll go and learn a dance with their bridesmaids or groomsmen or whoever, and then they'll perform that as sort of a special surprise. You could organize to have a cigar bar or an ice cream truck or something like that. It can even be something small. You could get, you know, an inscription um, done on their shoes or something engraved on their tie or their handkerchief or, you know, whatever, something like that. Just something small that really says, hey, I was thinking about you and I wanted you to have this special moment on our day. The 10th and final special moment for the two of you would be to turn it into a game. Again, this can happen anytime during the day, but most often uh, happens, you know, later into the reception. But there are tons of wedding games that, even though they sound super cheesy, actually end up being a really cool moment for you and your partner to spend some time together. So the first one I'm thinking of is the shoe game. If you've seen the shoe game, uh, you'll know it's a ton of fun. It sounds so cheesy and so ridiculous, and you're like, oh, people are still doing that. But every time I've seen it played, it is so, so, so much fun. So the way it works is you and your spouse would sit back to back and you would exchange shoes. So I would have one of my shoes and one of my partner's shoes. Then whoever's hosting the game would say a statement like, um, you know, who's messier in the kitchen. And then you lift up the shoe of the person who is messier. And it's super funny when, you know, you and your partner are holding up different shoes. You think he's messier. He thinks you're messier. Or when, you know, one of you shoots up a shoe right away, the other one has to think about it. Uh, when you both admit, okay, yeah, he's the messier or I'm the messier one. Um, it's really fun. So much laughter. People really enjoy it. Uh, that's a sort of fun one for the two of you to play. You could also do the tradition of, you know, when people hit their knives on the glasses to get the couple to kiss. Again, super cheesy, very cliche, very old school thing, but it does mean you get to kiss your partner and go and find them wherever you are in the reception hall, which I think is super sweet. And I've seen lots of variations of this, you know, instead of clinking the glasses, you have to, like, as a guest, you would have to come up and like demonstrate, you know, the type of kiss that you want. And then the couple would have to copy it, or you have to come up and like sing a song about love. And then the couple will kiss or something like that. There's lots of ways to get creative and get your guests involved and to make it, you know, a bigger uh, part of the wedding if you want, or you can just stick with the traditional, hey, we hit the glass, you kiss, you know how it works. <laughs> Another thing you could do is have your MC announce or, you know, in your speech, you can make a joke um, or make it a rule and say, hey, you know, me and my new wife, we're only going to take a shot if we can take a shot together. So if you want to, you know, buy us a shot at the bar, you got to buy two or something like that, you know, something that was is fun for your guests. And it's kind of funny. Um, but it means the two of you get to spend time together, whether it is, you know, a kiss or going to take a shot or doing a dance or something like that. You can have a lot of fun with it and you can really get creative, but turning those special moments into a game, really getting your guests involved in it, I think is a really, really sweet way to make sure the two of you are still spending some time together. All right. So those were the 10 special moments, uh, but 
that you and your spouse can have on your wedding day to make sure you're actually spending some time together, seeing each other. To recap, those moments were waking up together, exchanging cards or gifts, doing a first look, reciting personal vows, taking a moment together after the ceremony, your first dance, sitting at a sweetheart table, taking sunset photos, planning surprises for each other, and turning it all into a game. Lastly, I wanted to share some tips about how to really create these moments and ensure that they happen. So I think the first thing you want to do is talk to your partner and really explain to them why this is a priority for you, why why it should be a priority for both of you, and how you're both going to make sure that these moments happen. So I think really just sitting down with your partner, especially if your partner is not as into the wedding planning as you are, if they are not listening to a wedding planning podcast, (laughs) really just taking some time to say, hey, I know we've both been to weddings, you know, maybe neither of us have been married before. It's really important to me that on our wedding day, we actually spend time together. And if they, you know, aren't really into this whole wedding planning thing, they might look at you like you're a little bit nuts and say, what do you mean? Of course, we're going to spend time together. We're getting married. (laughs) But you can let them know like, hey, actually, you know, at, at most weddings, the couple doesn't spend a ton of time together. They keep getting pulled in different directions. You know, they get ready separately. They barely see each other at the reception. They sort of come together for a quick kiss and then run away. It's really important to me that we actually have time together during this day. Um, It's a priority to me. I'd love for it to be a priority for you too. I'm sure they would say yes. I'm sure they'll want to spend time with you and then discuss how you're going to make that happen. So things of like, hey, you know, when you go off to talk to your cousins from Alberta, it would really mean a lot to me if you, you know, grab my hand and take me with you so we can, you know, do that together or things like that. You know, it's not going to be perfect, but it is a really good idea to talk about it ahead of time and talk about how important it is to you to make sure that you're both on the same page about making it happen. Another tip is that you should be very protective of the times that you do want to spend together. So things like having breakfast together, doing that first look, taking a moment after the ceremony, your sunset photos, put those into your wedding day schedule, your actual like list of the day, the timeline, put blocks of time in there, like 20 minutes, me and my new wife are going off and having a drink together, you know, 30 minutes, me and my husband are taking photos 15 minutes, we're doing a card exchange, whatever it is, put that into the schedule and make sure that your wedding planner, your coordinator, your family, your wedding party, whoever it is, make sure that they know those things are in there and really uphold boundaries. Like if people are saying, oh, you know, we really need to take a few more photos of you and the groomsmen uh, putting on your suits. We don't have time for you to do the card exchange anymore. Really push back on that and say, no, sorry, that's in the schedule. Like, that's really important to me. I want to get that done. And really, you know, upholding those times and being really protective of that time that the two of you have together. Because, you know, like they say, it's one day, it's going to go by so quickly. You only really do get one shot at that wedding. Of course, people do, you know, vow renewals, second weddings, all those things. But but for that one day, it's it's really one and done. And you want to make sure you are holding on to those precious times that are important to you. Third tip would be to enlist the help of someone else. So this might be a good job for somebody in your wedding party or just, you know, a really excited and eager friend or family member, but just let them know, hey, it's super important to me that me and my wife get some time together today. Can you help with that? Um, you know, if you see me talking with relatives for more than five minutes, can you come and get me? Can you come and say, hey, you know, your wife needs you. Um, can you, you know, put up some interference if someone's trying to dance with me? Can you cut in something like that? I think that's something you could probably tell to all of your wedding party, just letting them know again that spending that time with your spouse is a priority and you'd love their help to make sure that happens. I think some outgoing members of the wedding party would be really good at jumping in and rescuing you from long conversations or awkward dances or anything like that. 
last tip I will say is just to savor the moments that you do get. Even if you don't get all 10 of these moments or if you plan for, you know, 15 or 20 moments, you don't get them all. Something happens, you know, you forget to play the shoe game, your photographer gets sick and you're not able to do the sunset photos, uh, the music messes up for your first dance, whatever it is, just savor the moments you do get. You know, even if it's not as many as you wanted, you did hopefully still have some really awesome moments with your spouse, some beautiful memories from that day. And remember that you really do have the rest of your lives together to make tons of memories. So even if you don't get to spend all of your wedding days side by side, hopefully you get to spend the rest of your life side by side. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and a review, follow along so you don't miss the next episode, and tell a friend about the show. Remember, you shouldn't be spending your wedding day managing other people's feelings. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.